listening to August Lamzik of Your Two Cents. We have a quality microphone now. Oh my god, we're getting so professional. And today we are going to be looking at Two Cents uh, from La Audison Perfumes. Um, two of the incense scents that they make. Uh, very unique, but uh, well, there's a reason to take care of uh, this video. Uh, anyhow, more to follow. Okay. Okay, see, I gotta lock the mic, and then I drop that, and it fades out, and we're back in business. Um, I don't know, just a few things. I am now doing YouTube videos. Uh, there's one gentleman who listened to one of my uh, podcasts and said, you know, you ought to probably put a thing on the YouTube about your uh, uh, podcast, and, and, you know, now that I think about it, I guess I should put something on the SoundCloud page saying, oh yeah, you can watch me in action. And if you would have just been able to do that for the last three minutes uh, trying to set up for this, I don't know, it would have went viral. I mean, it was just impossible to get this thing uh, set up. I, the new mic is great. Uh, it's uh, IQ5 by Zoom. It plugs right into the iPad, but the one thing that I didn't really realize, I have a Zag keyboard case, uh, and the plastic wouldn't let me do it, so then I had to find the old holder that I had for this, and anyhow it just had a whole bunch of issues because I was involved um, so uh, you know what I plan to do real briefly is uh, keep doing a podcast a week uh, I know I'm a little late with this one I don't really have a set date I'm in charge that's part of the problem but I want to do one week one a week and then of the two cents do at least uh, one video of one of them and uh, the thing is with these two, uh, we're doing La Augerson perfumes. Uh, let me spray one. Timbuk2 uh, is the one that probably is a little better known. Oh, you can hear that. That's good. Um, so sprayed that there. And we're going to cover that one first. But I want to get the Dezonka um, set up. Sorry for the heavy breathing. It's just been kind of hellish. It's been kind of hellish here in the old uh, studio. So, oh wow, this thing picks up everything. I don't know. Oh God, should I mess with this? Let's try to turn it down just a tad. I don't know if that, you know, I might have it on auto, uh, whatever, gain. Um, okay, Timbuk2. Let's cover that one. That one came out first in 2004, uh, made by Bertrand Duchesfort, and, uh, you know, was part of the travel series. The only reason I know that is one of the big fans of this house is Robes08, and uh, he mentioned it in his review. Uh, you know, I, I said in the beginning that this is two scents that are incense-based. Yeah, and... Uh, you know, they're not the kind of fragrances for your average young hero. You know, if you're new uh, to, to fragrances and want to kind of go beyond, uh, I can't say they don't smell nice, but they're not really, you're not probably going to get a compliment. You know, you'll probably get noticed and there'll be some confusion. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they're very unique scents. 
Um, both of them made by Bertrand Duchefort, uh, who does a lot of the incense type fragrances and does a very good job of it. Uh, the series for Carme, Carme de Garçon comes to mind, um, but I, I've never smelled any of those. Um, I don't know. I mean, what type of person would wear these? And I mean, especially probably the Dezonka a little more, but both of them. I mean, Timbuktu, I'm smelling it on the little tissue, uh, you know, it's supposed to, there was some ceremony that the perfumer went to in Africa, and I believe it was, you know, from what I watched of other reviewers, uh, it was kind of a, you know, like a song, maybe a spell type of thing, but scent was involved with it, and anyhow, he took that, tried to put it in a bottle, and I guess, from what people say, did a very good job. And, um, anyhow, you know, would a young guy, uh, wearing this going out on a date? Uh, probably not. Uh, I look at this, like a lot of these incense fragrances, most of them that are really incensey, kind of like really oody fragrances. You know, you basically wear them and I guess you're wearing them for yourself. I mean, I would wear them, um, probably in a lot of settings that, most people wouldn't. I mean, I'd wear it to work, uh, but it's more of a, a reflective type of thing. I mean, I always think spirituality. I think, uh, uh, I actually do think um, religion, um, that you would wear them in those types of settings, uh, because that's what it sort of does for me. Uh, I can't say it does that for everybody, but I can't see people going out and thinking, oh, you know, the gals are going to love this at the club or the bar or whatever you do for fun, the demolition derby. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, probably not going to cross over to that crowd. Doesn't mean you can't wear it if you're younger. Uh, the whole thing with them is, uh, and I guess I'm kind of doing this backwards, but the whole thing with it is, um, you know, if you want to kind of experience uh, sense on kind of like a journey, I mean, eventually you're going to end up around the incense because that's just, you know, something that perfumers seem to thoroughly enjoy and people really into this hobby. I got to admit, I enjoy them. Problem is, when do I wear them? Uh, when I'm reflective, that's pretty much it. And I got to sit down, read a book, uh, try to do some spiritual stuff, which I'm not too hot at, uh, meditative things. Uh, but, you know, that's that's pretty much what I see this as. Uh, Timbuktu, top notes, pink pepper, mango, cardamom, mids, papyrus, incense, caro caronde de flower, which is from Africa, uh, base, patchouli, benzoin, vetiver, myrrh. Um, to me, of the two, uh, this is a little bit better known, uh, the Timbuktu. Let me see, I'll redo my wrist too. I guess I could have just done that. Um, after about four hours, I put these on, eh, probably about five hours, they they don't project a ton. And you're probably thinking, well, no, I want stuff that projects. Uh, you haven't smelled these. Uh, <laughs> these are very um, unique scents. What I get, I was writing notes earlier to try to be a little more organized. Um, there's a sweetness initially that I get. Um, I don't know if it's the mango. I don't know if it's the flower. Um, but throughout the fragrance, there's incense, and then later on it gets to be a cleaner vetiver smell, 
but there's always this sweetness. Um, the gentleman that does uh, Looking, Feeling, Smelling Great, I watched his review of it. He says sort of like a wetness underlying it, and I kind of understand what he says if it's a sweet wetness. To me, it seems like there's something sweet elevating it, and then there's the incense, uh, the, the more... Uh, well, non-sweet notes. You're more uh, the incense, the the the. What do we have here? The vetiver, which can be kind of clean. Um, I guess the pepper and cardamom. Um, anyhow, it's very well blended. It's very incensey. It turns out to be very clean, and all of it is uh, very nice. This one I could see being more unisex because of that sweetness. And by sweetness, I guess I'm really, uh, for a lack of words, it's one of those scents that you really have to try to probably even guesstimate what I'm trying to explain here. Um, the incense is not a church incense, but at the same time, it's not a florally smell. It's not probably something you expect. It would be definitely like going to an ethnic restaurant and you know maybe you're expecting to get a hamburger and fries and that's not even on the menu so uh you know it's just a total different uh, experience i guess would be the best way i'd say it um you know and like i say it's more of a reflective um the incense is very nice i was sitting here today writing up the notes and i put the other one on but i had this on my wrist and i'd transfer back and forth um smelling them and this one's much like I say, sweeter, uh, more, I guess, you know, uh, more unisex, I would guess, and more approachable. It's a little bit more in the light, uh, where the Dzonka, well, we'll get to that after this, but, um, you know, uh, a little bit different. But yeah, as far as church incense, and I don't have a ton of experience with this, I was fortunate to buy Malbossen, uh Generation M, and I swear to God, I don't have the bottle right here in front of me, and I guess it doesn't matter. It's a podcast. Um, but that smells like my days, you know, uh, I was brought up Catholic, and it smells very similar to serving Mass, um, you know, whenever the incensor was fired up, which seemed to be a lot when I was a kid. They just, uh, Father liked using it. And, uh, uh, yeah, it, it had that type of an incense. This is more of a... Like I say, it's sweeter. I, I think some people could smell it and maybe not even realize it's incense. It's just very unique, if that makes sense. So, uh, you know, I guess one of the knocks about this is these are not beast scents. And once again, I should emphasize that you probably don't want that. Uh, I think this is a very intimate scent. I don't think anybody would probably find this sexy, in my opinion. Um, but then at the same time, it isn't... It's a uniqueness, but it's not odd, or it's not, you know, sometimes you smell something and go, ah, oh, that just is so weird. You know, this, you know, it has more structure of this is the way you do an incense fragrance and, you know, take note, you know, this is a master at work, is what I'd say. Um, you know, and I think that's about all I have to say about Timbuktu. Um, I only have a decant of that, so when I do the video, I'm going to do the, the Zonka because I have the full bottle. And, uh, you know, 
here's the good thing about these. Uh, if you look at where people sell decants, I mean, decant shop is a physical shop that has them. Uh, but also, if you look just on eBay, uh, the reality is um, if it comes in the mail and you spray it on your wrist and it smells very unique, it's not a knockoff. I mean, it's going to be the real deal. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Like I say, the only other incense that I have that's a present note, now I have other things that incense is in, um, but it doesn't really come to the forefront, is uh, the, the M generation, which I don't know why, but got discontinued. Uh, you know, this is a very different one. Uh, and like I say, of the two today that we're talking about, I would say more approachable. So uh, that's it for that one. I'm going to take a pause, get something to drink, and we'll cover the second one. All right, if I can. Okay, we're back and we're moving right along. Uh, the bottle that I bought, and you know, a while back, I did a thing about a couple niche houses, and really, I kind of lied. Um, this was the first niche fragrance I bought was Dezonka, um, which is not a bad place to start, although it did slow me down um, because it is so unique. But, you know, I read about it and I just thought, hey, this sounds pretty cool. Um, two years later, in 2006, Bernard Duchafard uh, decided to make a fragrance that would uh, resemble, I believe, a, a Buddhist temple. And uh, top notes, peony, cardamom, lychee, mid, spices, white tea, vetiver, incense, cedar, base, leather, iris, papyrus. Uh, I just sprayed some on my wrist before I turned on the mic, and I'm comparing them. And the only reason I'm comparing them is because, you know, some people have Timbuktu, so, you know, it's kind of a little bit of a benchmark. Uh, this, this is more of a to me darker now that being said um what i mean by that is to me it's a little more masculine and it's a little more unique and if you take something like timbuktu which is pretty darn unique to begin with uh take down some of the sweetness and bring up some of the uh, uh incense and i don't know maybe it's the vetiver is a little dirtier here um Maybe it's the leather and the base, but yeah, to me, this is pretty potent, uh, you know, more of a a rugged fragrance. Now, being saying rugged, I mean more um, durable, uh, earthy, um, darker. Uh, but that all being said, it's still an incense base fragrance and you know, initially spraying it, you know, I think I get more, you know, like lychee, peony, I, I don't know, I'm sure it's there, <laughs> but to me, you know, the incense uh, in the vetiver are pretty much like, boom, we're on the scene, uh, I think the spices and tea are kind of like trying to keep that down, and really, oh, hold on, you know, after about four hours, both of these scents uh, get, probably after about an hour and a half, both of them get to be pretty much a, a skin scent. That being said, they're so unique, I don't think that's such a bad thing. And they do seem to last average time, you know, seven or eight hours. Uh, once again, this, 
I have used more in in a spiritual sense. Uh, I could almost see, like every time I've word to Zonka, uh, like I was testing it both of these the last few days. Um, I'm always a little leery. It always seems like, man, I don't know if people are going to think this is weird and, and they're going to notice it and say something um, or just stay away from me. I'll be like a social pariah. And it's not a bad fragrance. I, you know, it's really hard to explain this. I guess, you know, uh, I had a buddy back in Springfield whose mother was an intellectual and so was his father. And and he was as well, and you know they were just very bright, and they lived kind of out in the country, and I think there was like a nude painting, maybe of one of the fa I don't know, maybe of his mom back when she was like a younger model, and I swear to God he said that like people would come by and gawk, you know, like the some of the rural folk uh, would just you know kind of look in and look at that, um, not because they were just you know backwards, it was just something so unique, and I think. I don't know if that's a good analogy for this. I never saw the painting, but I'm sure um, it, it's almost like that. It's almost like, uh, you know, you're at a, you know, maybe there's a regular uh, cologne that is meant to entice uh, your significant other, be that male, female, uh, and cologne, once again, fragrance, I should say. Um, you know, if that would be like Norman Rockwell, where we obviously know what is trying to be conveyed in that painting um and then all of a sudden you get something like this and it's like a jackson pollock and you're like uh, it's art uh i don't know how to explain it um if i did it it would look ridiculous uh but at the same time when an artist does it like bertrand duchefort it's something higher i think that's a pretty good analogy compared to my friend's naked mother painting that people you'd stare at but kind of the same thing i mean I've worn this to um, church things uh, that I go to, and once again, meditative type things, and it works wonderful for that. It kind of dries down um, more leathery, um, maybe the cedar comes in, it, it's not a bad dry down, it's very, uh, I don't know, there is iris in it, but I really don't get any kind of powder type of a thing. I mean, it's a very, I wouldn't say sour, but there's a bitterness to it. I don't know. Here's the thing. I'm trying to be positive about this, but it's it's a hard thing to describe, and uh, maybe I'm just not up to that snuff of uh, being that good of a reviewer. Both of these, and, there, and there's others in the artisan line, when you get to the point where you're like, okay, I've tried several things that I like, um, but you know, maybe there's some similarities where you're like seeing an overlap and you're thinking, I just want something very different. Uh, I think this house is a great place to start. That being said, there's a bunch of YouTube reviewers, myself included pretty soon, who will look at these scents and try to give you a better idea. And I am pro research, research all this stuff before you buy. That being said, with both of these, before you buy a bottle, um, plenty of places to get decants and they're legitimate. So, you know, do that please, and, and do yourself a favor. I mean, these are just complex scents and, uh, you know, an interesting place to start uh, into that. Um, I'm sure other reviewers, you know, maybe that'd be a good collaboration video if you said, okay, a person wants to buy a niche scent, what is a good introductory point? And this might be too far past the norm, <laughs> maybe, would be the best way to put it. But 
That being said, you know, they're a little disappointing because it wasn't until later that I came across, across other fragrances. Um, Israel Gonzalez, I attained some Herods by Parfum de Marley's, sprayed it on a piece of paper two days ago. Can still smell it. And La Artisan will not do that in my thing. And I can't pronounce the other thing. It's the Tom Ford, Tom Ford Tuscan Leather scent that's supposed to be pretty darn close and that you can still smell it on paper uh, i got the new valentino umo lomo however you say it um intense and you can kind of get a faint whisper of it on that paper so you know a lot of times for me niche is the quality of the smell but also it just has that staying power and, and it doesn't mean that designer scents can't have it but it seems like more so and i guess that's one of the knocks against la artisan so i think this is probably a good place to start for incense that's fairly reasonable compared to some of the other things out there once again get a decant let me see one thing here you know yeah yeah i mean it it's it's unique it's taken me a long time to warm up to it um and i think that's the thing about La Artisan's incense type fragrances, I think you just gotta kinda ease yourself into them. And I've had this for about a year. Um, by the way, real quickly, hell, we'll go over a little time. I think they've changed the bottles all to a different color bottle. It's more smoky. I have like the old kind with the, there's a tree and there's like a red sticker that says Dazonka, nice uh, hexagon, pentagon shape bottle. Uh, has La Artisan, I think, etched in. Glass, gold top, sprayer's pretty adequate. Uh, pretty neat house. Don't have the box. Didn't think I'd ever be doing videos. Uh, so, I don't know. Just, it's not around here. But, um, yeah, a worthwhile scent. Uh, closing ideas on this. You know, I was thinking about... Who would wear this you know and i was at uh, a friend of mine's kid was getting his confirmation i believe and uh anyhow they had some friends uh, that were doctors that were neighbors and uh, i could have swore you know that one of them was wearing this and i think it was the lady they're both doctors and you know i got to thinking about it it, it kind of fit that i mean it's such a complex scent um you know spiritual people i think are complex uh, but also, I just think intellectuals are complex. And I got to thinking about this. I thought, you know, it's it's so different. Like if by accident, you know, maybe you had a wedding reception or something to go to and you ended up at like a big Mensa meeting, you know, like the Gina, Genius Society. Uh, you know, I could see them wearing this. Like the whole room would smell like it. They would be drinking something blue, uh, you know, and some kind of weird fish. And they'd be using spoons instead of any kind of a normal way of eating them. Uh, mainly because, I guess, if you didn't know that, then you probably only had like a 100 IQ. And, you know, who needs this person around? Um, yeah, I don't know. I could, I could see that fitting, you know. You know, I don't know. I was also thinking like Menza Comedians what that would be like, like, you know, how you have a joke where, like, a priest and a rabbi walk into a bar with a duck or something. I was thinking, like, they'd have jokes where there'd be, like, a German, a Frenchman, and, like, a, you know, somebody from Japan walk into a bar, but then as the dialogue of the joke is going, they'd all 
say their parts in foreign languages. And because they're all geniuses, people would get the joke. And I thought, yeah, that's what they do, you know. And then if there was like a backwards, you know, like kind of a schlubby Menza comedian, I was thinking like they'd be like kind of like Gallagher, you know, except instead of like, you know, smashing watermelons, he'd have an overhead and uh, there'd just be mathematical, mathematical equations and stuff on the paper. And people would just look at it and, you know, he'd write like some answer and they'd all laugh. And I just think that would be the equivalent of that. But anyhow, if you're in that level, <laughs> I don't know why you're listening to me, uh, too. Um, you know, that's how complex these are. You know, they do dry down to something more normal. Uh, to me, it seemed more woody, leathery, the Dizonka. And, you know, for me, the Timbuktu, yeah, just kind of a vetiver clean smell, you know. Uh, none of them too overpowering. So... Uh, that's probably the final word on that. You know, check out the YouTube channel. Uh, watch a middle-aged man try to uh, work with technology. I do have a gentleman, uh, my friend Zach, is doing some of the editing. And, uh, yeah, great stuff. So, I don't know. These scents more than any. Uh, proceed with caution. Because they're very unique. And, uh, yeah, you're not going to get compliments. But you'll probably get noticed. And, uh, you know, that being said, uh, if you've ever been around incense or, or, you know, even oud, I think oud's of the same nature. There's probably a lot of oud at the Mensa conference, too, of comical whatever they do. Anyhow, um, you know, it's just so complex, and, and you're trying to take it in, and, and, you know, it does different things, and there's different nuances, and it's all there in the bottle, folks. Uh you know, so get yourself a decant if that interests you uh, to take it to the next level. Uh, I'm going to finally shut up. We're almost at 26 uh, minutes. So anyhow, keep listening. Uh, new one next week. And uh, check out the YouTube channel, Your Two Cents. Uh, please like uh, and subscribe if you don't mind. Um, you know, it. I, I guess it helps. I, I don't know. I guess there's people that make money off this. This is a hobby to me. And yeah, it'd be great if, you know, I uh, got to the point where I could buy a bottle a month, you know, if I had that type of income. But I don't expect uh, to quit my day job. So anyhow, uh, thanks for listening. As always, this is August. Uh, be kind out there, folks. I got to remember to say that in my videos. And, uh, you know, thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.